You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 16, How to Feel Good When You Get on the Scale No Matter What You Weigh. Thank you so much for being here and coming back for more coaching with me. If you're a regular listener, you know that we're talking about all the aspects of eating and weight, emotional eating, binge eating, habitual overeating. And I love knowing that you're finding my sessions helpful. I've gotten many, many emails from you, and so I know that we're both on the right track here. Me in giving you all the subjects I cover with my one-on-one clients, and you in coming back and applying all that I'm teaching you. So before we start, I just want to say a quick thank you to those of you who've taken the time to sign into iTunes and to give me a rating or a review, I know it takes effort, and I just want to let you know how much I truly appreciate it. And as a thank you for being a listener, don't forget that I'm offering you a free download of my book. It's called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss, and it's got a lot of really useful worksheets and exercises in all the things that you've not been doing right so you can clear them up, fix them, and move on and be successful at whatever your goal is. So if you don't have that book yet, you can get it at weightlossmadereal.com forward slash book. And at the end of today's session, I want to tell you a little bit about the Freedom Group, which is going on right now. It's an ongoing coaching group that I'm leading And I want to tell you how you can get more information about it and see if it's something that you might like to do. So if you're ready, let's dive into our subject for today. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when you get on the scale to weigh yourself. So you get on the scale and the number can be the same. It can be up, it can be down. But what's the same in every single case is this. You're trying to be good. You're excited about your new commitment. You're in what I would consider the honeymoon phase, the beginning where you're excited, you're highly motivated, you're making changes, you're eating when you're hungry, you're stopping when you're physically satisfied, at least some of the time, and you're excited. It's been a few good days in a row, and so you get on the scale, and what happens? Sometimes that number is going to be up. You kick your scale, you move it off the bath mat, you move it onto the tile floor, and then move it back onto the carpet. You get undressed, you go to the bathroom, you wonder how much your coffee weighs, and still, it doesn't change. So what do you do next? You get upset. Picture this, I'm sure most of you have been there. You feel that panic start to well up in your stomach, bringing up the familiar feeling of failure and shame. And you're thinking something like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? I'll never eat normally. I'll never lose my extra weight. Well, these, my friends, are some pretty poisonous thoughts. So if you've been listening for a while now, you know very well that those thoughts can do really scary things 
or wonderful things. They can make you feel like you can conquer the world, or they can make you feel like you are worthless. And when you beat yourself up, when you see that number in the scale, when you see your weight, those thoughts will bring you right into a painful place. When you feel pain, if you're like most of us, and you eat when you feel a painful feeling, well, here's your moment. You think you're a failure, right? You feel angry, you feel ashamed, you feel hopeless, and you start thinking about, guess what? You start thinking about what you want to eat. And just like that, you have created a really harmful cycle. And this cycle will keep you stuck in an eating pattern that will give you the opposite of what you want. So you can follow whatever kind of eating program you've chosen. And let's say you stay in your program and you manage your thinking while you're in the program. So you start thinking things like, I can do this. I'm taking care of myself. I am strong. So your thoughts begin to change and then your feelings begin to change. And the next step is that it's easier and easier to make better choices, to not keep eating when there's no more hunger, to choose good fuel for your body because you truly feel deserving of good care, and to give yourself time alone, time with friends, time to think. And then one day you eat something that causes you to retain some water, or maybe you overate. Maybe you did splurge on more than your body really needed, and you get on that scale, and you hope it didn't catch up with you, right? You hope you got away with it, but oops, you didn't. The scale is showing exactly where your body is in this moment, and the number is up. Now, what I want you to think about is, when you're making a physical change, like how you eat so you could feel good and let go of some of the extra weight, you need to know that the outside change, the change in your body, is going to be the last thing to show. That number is the last thing to change. It takes you making the right choices by choosing and creating the right emotions, by thinking helpful thoughts over and over and over again before you see those results on the scale. Losing weight and having it show up on the scale is a real inside-out process. We need to do the process for a while before things show up and are measurable. And so when you see that number go up, it's just a measurement. It's just neutral numbers telling you what direction you're going in at that moment. It can be affected by so many things. It's just not an absolute accurate number. But if you let it mean something, especially if you let it mean something terrible about you and your journey, you will create really bad feeling, really negative emotions. And those feelings are going to be so uncomfortable that you'll slip right back into your emotional eating habit. And if you make yourself feel bad enough, you will want to do your old habit and escape from those feelings. And so you'll go eat and it will have nothing to do with hunger. It will be all about escaping your emotions. And guess what the result will be then? Of course, the scale will go up. 
Whereas maybe before, maybe you ate some starchy carbs. And you know when you eat a gram of starchy carbs, your body has a tendency to hold on to probably about a gram and a half of water. So what wasn't a big deal, which would have passed and worked itself out when you got on the scale, maybe the next day or two days, it's now made worse by adding more extra food to your body from the emotional eating that's not needed. And when we eat food that's not needed, it just gets stored on our body as fat. It's almost like you're creating this self-fulfilling prophecy. When you think, I can't do this, and then you feel bad and you overeat, you really do add extra weight to your body and voila, you've proven yourself right. And now you feel twice as bad and you've created more evidence that you can see. You really can't lose weight. I want you to try to step back and see how you have created this whole scenario. The scale itself, you know, we think of it as this really cold and hard and cruel thing. It's just a neutral tool. The scale is not capable of making you feel anything. The scale is not capable of making you do anything just like something you read online is just neutral information or in a book or in a newspaper, but it's what you think about it and how you allow yourself to interpret it that makes you feel good or bad. So how can you step on the scale and look at whatever the number is and still feel good? You can, and I'm going to show you how. So first, Let's think about why you get on the scale in the first place. Most of us get on the scale for proof that our eating plan is working or for proof that we can't do this. We just want to see what it means. We give it meaning. We want to see that we're okay. We want to see that we're doing what we consider the right thing. We need to know when we get on the scale that we're never going to see, even when you're in the thick of losing weight. You're never going to see a straight downward line. It's always going to be a jagged line with a little up, down, down, little up, little up, down, down, down. And hopefully if you're trying to lose weight, there's going to be more down than up. So it's going to be the trend, the angle, the direction that it's going in that we're really looking at. But we need to know that it's not a straight line and that there's going to be blips, things that are totally out of your control, and some of them are in your control. When you overeat, usually the scale's going to show it. When you eat a lot of processed or starchy carbs, you'll have that extra water gain, so the scale's going to show it. If you've been less active, the scale's going to show it. If you've been sitting on a car trip, in a car, not moving, for hours, you're probably going to be holding water and the scale's going to be up. And if you're not drinking enough water, then your body's going to be holding the water that it has. And that may even show that the scale is up. So some of us feel like we want to check every day. You might check every day. You might check every few days, or you don't have to weigh yourself. You can use how your clothing fits as kind of a general guideline of how your body is doing. Now, if you don't weigh yourself, it does not mean 
that you're in denial. It means that you're going by how your body feels. And you know how you've been feeding yourself. That is the truth. If you've been eating based on when you're hungry and based on when you're full, then that scale eventually is going to reflect that in a really good way also. So if you do decide to weigh yourself, I want you to think first, before you get on the scale, why am I doing this? Why are you weighing yourself? Think about your answer. Is it just to get information? That's the truth. You're getting information. You're seeing the results of your actions. So the first thing you want to do is really check in with what are you expecting? Why are you doing this? And then number two, get on there, make it simple, look at your number, think of it as just a number, not your value as a person. Take note of the number and get off. No big deal. And now, how do you want to feel about the number? You can feel good about any number. It's not that your weight has to go below a certain amount for you to feel good. You literally can create a good feeling at any number on the scale because you're the one that decides what you think about it. And at the very least, if you're not going to create a good thought about whatever that number is, definitely you can create a neutral thought. And a neutral thought is something very simple like, that's my number right now. That's my weight right now. Simple, factual, no emotion, no drama, not making it mean anything about you. Now, why would we want to create neutral to positive feelings about the number and the scale, no matter what it is? Why would we even want to do that? I want you to think about doing that purposefully and intentionally, because if you feel better, if you feel good, then you're going to take better actions in your life in a much easier way, and then you'll get better results. And eventually you will get a better number on the scale. If you create feelings that are angry, ashamed, frustrated with that number on the scale, those feelings are going to be uncomfortable. And if you are habitually eating when you're emotionally uncomfortable, you're going to go right back into emotional eating. So isn't it silly when we want to lose weight and we get on the scale and we see a number we don't like to get mad and go and eat to feel better, but then we're creating a higher number on the scale. Now it's up to you what kind of thoughts you choose to create when you see that number, because the thoughts that you choose to create are what are going to create your feelings, right? Thought, feeling, action, result. So here are some thoughts that have worked for me on my own journey and that a lot of my clients use when they get on the scale. No matter what number they see, you could think something like, this is my body at this one moment in time, period. Or something like, I'm working on it. This is my number, I'm working on it. Or this is my number, I'm figuring it out. But the important thing is that the thought that you create does not beat you up, does not not make you feel bad. The thought should be neutral to positive. 
because that's going to set up the tone for the rest of your day and the rest of your eating for the day. What can you tell yourself if the number on the scale hasn't moved in a while and that needle seems to be stuck at that number? Then what I would like you to do is approach it like you're a scientist looking at an experiment and look at all the different elements that make up you, your project of you and taking care of you and your body and how you eat. And ask yourself about all the different elements that make up that project. Have I been getting enough water? What have I been eating over the past few days? Am I eating more treat food or am I eating more power food or fuel food? What am I giving myself? Have I been moving my body? And just kind of take it apart and look at all the different aspects of it and see if you could tease out the answer. But still, you're doing this without getting upset at all. It's just a challenge. It's just a problem that you're going to figure out the answer to. And there may not be an immediate answer that you can point to. It may be that you need to give it a little more time. It may be that you're not being as consistent as you think you are. It may be that you're underestimating what you're eating and you're going over satisfied over that plus two number and you're not being honest with yourself about it or you're trying to be honest with yourself about it, but it's been such a long time since you've stopped when your body's had enough food that it's hard to even tell where that is, where that stopping point is. That's okay. This is a process. You're learning where that point is for you to stop. So just use the number and the scale to give you more information about how you need to tweak your course moving forward. That's all. And if you have a lot of trouble doing that, then just possibly consider not using the scale and using a pair of pants or a skirt with a waistband you know, not elastic waist pants, but something that's fitted with a waistband and using that as a general guideline to see when and how much your body is shrinking as you give it the right amount of food for you. This is where I'm going to leave you today with thoughts about getting on that scale. I want you to experiment. I want you to pick a day when you decide in the morning that you're going to weigh yourself and see what comes up. Think about how you want it to go before you get on. Think about how you will choose to think and react and respond no matter what the number is and get on that scale and see how you do and just look at it as an experiment. So that is all we're going to talk about getting on the scale today, but we will come back to this subject. Now, I promised that I would tell you a little bit about the group that's going on right now. It's called Weight Loss Made Real, the Freedom Group. And it's an ongoing group, which means that you can join at any time. But if you have any interest in this at all, I would suggest that you push yourself a little bit, if it feels right, when you take a look at it, to take the leap sooner than later. There is no benefit to waiting when you know that you need to take action and not just think about something. It's got to feel right to you. So I'm going to give you the link to take a look at it. But it's called the Freedom Group because 
that is what we really all want, right? We want freedom from obsessing about our weight, our eating, our bodies, and beating ourselves up when we're not perfect. Go check the show notes or just go to weightlossmadereal.com forward slash group. And you can learn all about how to get coaching from me and support from the really incredible group of women that we have so far. And these are women just like you from all different professions, stay-at-home moms, women who work in all kinds of fields, smart women, women who have good lives, but they're struggling in this one area. And it's a great way to get help from me and help from each other. So as I mentioned, this is an ongoing coaching group, and it's going to help you take the step closer to get even more than you're getting from the podcast coaching sessions. If you would like to work with me, but you're just not ready to make that commitment to one-on-one coaching, this group was created by me for women like you. You're going to get more personalized questions answered, and you're going to get live coaching with me on the phone and a 24-7 really supportive group. That's a very private forum. So click on weightlossmadereal.com forward slash group and learn more. And I hope you join us. That's it for today. And I will see you next week.